In the artist's virtual studio, this time on Culture File, Elaine Hoy's new solo show Mimesis involves works experienced on screen and in headsets, as well as in a new departure for the artist, some objects that have jumped the digital divide and now sit on the floor at Solstice in Navan. Culture File took some walks in both RL and VR through the show with Elaine Hoy to hear about digital sculpting, the stupidity of crowds and the amorality of technology. This part of the exhibition is one that I've got to put on some a headset to experience. That's right. Um, it's a virtual reality artwork. Um, so you basically put on the headset. And this work kind of was very influenced by ideas of crowd contagion and the swarm and how we are mimetic in that sense. We will follow a crowd without really understanding why we are following a crowd. So this work, when you go in, you first meet a sort of a swarm, which is an AI which looks ghostly like a human. And um, at times they will consume you, and at times you will be outside them. So I'm not on for being consumed. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's not real. <laughs> My name is Elaine Hoy. Uh, I'm a new media artist, and we're in Solstice, uh, our centre in Navin, and we're at my new show, Mimesis. I've used um, virtual reality, some video-based work, some motion capture, uh, some sculpture-ish type work, fabric print. There's a sculpture made out of concrete as well, a very small one. That's a kind of a new departure, and I kind of wanted to look at the materiality or the language around creating materials within a, a kind of a 3D space. So there's an expanded kind of digital or series of digital prints that all kind of reference the material that's applied to the avatar in my digital performance. And some of their, you know, you'll see metal and emissive light and textures and kind of weird shapes. And they're all kind of referencing basically the processes I use in which to make a material that's applied to a 3D model. See, I go in and sculpt in VR. I make my 3D models while I'm standing in virtual space. I'm physically sculpting them in virtual space, walking around them. For that, I was kind of interested in, in, in you know, the avatar that you see on the screen. It, yes, it looks alive, but actually it's exactly the same process. There we go. Oh, look, that's fine. It's just if you touch the headgear, really. Okay. Um, and this is also for, for COVID precautions. So this is a rubber piece that goes over the headgear. So the part of the head of the ore set that touches your face will be covered with a band that we can then remove and uh, clean, etc., and leave for 72 hours, okay? It's all increasing the, the vibe of uh, bondage dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Now, if you just give me one more... When you go to work, what, what's that room look like? Where are you working? Um, I'm usually in a room with a couple of really large screens because I'm half-blind, um, and then I put on my headset and I go into... I spend quite a lot of time in the, virt in the virtual reality headset. I work within it um, for most of my processes. Uh, I sculpt in it. You know, you're constantly going in, kind of building environments in it and testing them out and building the environments in VR, so you're physically standing, like that work, the VR work you did, I was in that world building it physically or virtually, but as a bodily presence for me there and a weird bodily absence. Because the VR headset allows you to view what, whatever it is that you're making in a three-dimensional form. So it is a three-dimensional viewer, essentially. So everything that you see on the screen is also what I see in there, but in 3D. 
So um, when you go into the VR work, that's very much exactly what I see as well, three-dimensional forms. You use your controllers as uh, kind of hands, and there's even hands in there, so it looks like you're using your physical hands. They're responding to your hands, so you're, you know, you're basically a disembodied head and hands, but kind of walking around, building stuff in virtual space on your own, <laughs> which is quite strange. But I really like that process of the physicality of me doing it, rather than kind of moving a mouse around a screen. I like the physicality of going in because I walk around the space and I move around it as I would a real sculpture in physical space. My body's involved in the whole process of making and building. I'm seeing the, the running man who's sort of uh, like one of those video game characters stuck in the corner of a scene. It's just kind of running on the spot. Now there are hundreds of that same fella rioting around me. I feel quite like a ghost. All these people are sort of running through me. It must put your, your body when you come out of that environment into a, into a very strange kind of space. There's no sense of time. So there's no daylight, no night. There's no time passing in VR. So you've no indication of how long you've been in there. Whether you've been in 10 hours or two hours, you have no sense of time. So that's always a bit strange when I come out and I realise that it's, you know, two o'clock in the morning and I've been in there for eight hours. So time is a weird, has a weird dimension in there. It can feel very short. That's it. OK. Yeah. So do you want me to Should... remove the headset for you? Yeah, thank you very much. Oh. Now, mind your glasses there. We got them. They're just sort of embedded in the yeah. headset. <laughs> When you walk into the gallery, you see two very large um, video screens kind of positioned maybe like they were um, two eyes. Uh, so that work is called Slow Atrophy Swells. It's a digital uh, performance work. Um, I perform it myself and I use kind of new technologies like uh, facial capture and motion capture. So what we see is an avatar. Yeah, it's a new release called a metahuman and they're the newest type of digital human and I wanted to kind of take this really uncanny uh, looking being and start to think about having it critique itself, but also critique humans. And it's almost monstrous in a way, you know, in that kind of Mary Shelley, Frankenstein, I'm creating a monster here. And uh, I'm also interested in the fact that it's grafting my data, you know, which I think a lot of technology does, like AI um, and the kind of new technologies are kind of basically harvesting the human. Do you feel when you've created a piece like that or done the digital performance that you've lost something to the avatar? I think there's two aspects of this that interest me. One is the kind of negative side, which is the critique of where is this all going, but also this other side of the idea that identity is fluid, that we can be whoever we want to be, we can play with that. And, and around kind of Catherine Hale's how, you know, her cyborg manifesto, this idea that identity is much more fluid on the internet and how technology has opened up conversations around where identity should be and where it should go. So they're really interesting conversations that this kind of thing can bring up. You know, in a kind of a post-human way, we're learning to live with this is a reality. So how do we navigate this reality? Ultimately, it's just a piece of hardware and software. We've got to do something with it as humans. We need to find its potential past entertaining us or, or killing us. <laughs> There's not much in between. Ultimately, there is no necessarily bad technology, just bad humans.
Elaine Huy there and Mimesis runs at Solstice Arts Centre Navan until November.